1: What's up, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the opening line. We are your hosts, Wits and Raz, and it is football season. We are recording hours before Tampa Bay and the Dallas Cowboys take place. Wits, how are you doing? How excited are you? Are you you just chomping at the bit to get after it?
2: Yeah, I'm chomping at the bit. He, um had the last of my fantasy drafts last night uh, doing a little partner team. For the first time ever and uh two partner teams it's two partner teams
1: Man, yeah. um last night so was the the night of wits and ross
2: it was um so i got more teams more survivor pools picking pools that i can count um but all will be better at 720 central time tonight when we get kickoff in the dallas tampa bay game gonna get you guys all our picks um get ready to go and yeah, this, is, this is gonna be a wonderful season and hey, this hey. is like eleven forty-five on Sundays Nothing like it. hopeful
1: I mean, honestly you guys if you listen to the podcast you probably enjoyed a little bit probably if you could get on the phone call with Wits and I pre-kickoff on Sundays that's quite the phone call um not that we don't go with our picks on the show but a lot of money goes flying around um but Wits It's that time of year again, and all eyes are now turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL mega contest, the world's largest $200,000 NFL survivor contest, open now at BetOnline. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. Take advantage of their opening day. Super promo. Make a bet on the Thursday, September 9th. Season over between the Super Bowl champ, Buccaneers, and Dallas Cowboys. And if you lose, your wage will be refunded. Whoa. Up to $25 from new customers only when signing up and using the promo code NFL100. Betaline is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Betaline, your online sports experts. Head on over. Um, so, Wits, we're very excited about the NFL. It's going to be our first set of picks in the NFL uh, of this week we each take five games um and because you're a co-host of the show i thought i'd give you the opportunity what do you want to do first do you want to give our do you want to give our ncaa takes or do you want to go nfl or save the big kabang for the end with the nfl
2: yeah i, I say we save it for the end um like we did last year and good because fuck the about. acc
1: that's if you want to do this now we'll fuck <laughs> the acc you fucking suck it's not. It's the asshole conference of champions. That's what the ACC stands for. They're assholes, wits. A lot of money down the drain. I get one weekend in Illinois where I get to bet. Clemson down. UNC way down. Notre Dame can't keep up. Unbelievable. The ACC really spurred me this past week, wits.
2: Yeah, real tough look for the ACC, Roz. I mean, North Carolina showing was was bad enough um, to put up 10 points with you know potential Heisman, uh, number one overall pick quarterback. It, it was a really bad look. They never got going. I know Virginia Tech's a tough place to play, but it was a very uninspiring performance from Mack Brown and the Tar Heels. Got to give a lot of credit, Roz, though, to the Hokies. I mean, they played excellent on defense. Um, didn't put up too many points, but they put up as many as they needed to, and you know took a big first game from North Carolina. So, you know, all those uh, North Carolina futures right now—I don't know how—I don't know how good they're looking. Um, but we could say the the same thing about Clemson, looking at national championship odds, because um, with their schedule the rest of the way, it, they don't control their own destiny anymore. We'll just put it that way. I think they still have an outside shot, but, but it, was a, it was a tough a tough game they lost to Georgia and another uninspiring effort, especially on the offensive side of the ball.
1: Yeah. You're supposed to have probably the best quarterback in the country. I mean, I, I still believe in Bryce young, the only bet that I hit this past week, but double units, if you were on with the boy, double units, 19 and a half, easy win for Alabama, even hopped on it. they over under at halftime, which they covered as well. 54. It was a big one for the boys. Uh, Alabama's the only win, but Back to Clemson real quickly. Georgia, there is proof, Wits, I didn't want to bring this up, but there is proof. A month ago, I did say Georgia was going to come in and beat Clemson and establish the SEC is the best. Now, on our last week's episode, you convinced me about the injuries on the defensive side of the ball for Georgia, which apparently were not there or didn't appear to be an issue. And I hopped, I hopped shifts, jumped bandwagons, and that's my own personal fault, but there was a little bit of an influence. It's like what they say, peer pressure is a real deal. Um, and I hopped on the function <laughs> side for a loss. Uh, the ACC, like I said, just a big FU to the ACC. Um, and uh, from here on out, although I am picking one game this week in the ACC, I am, I am putting them in the likes of the Pac-12, which you do have a pretty big game you picked this week. The
2: Pac-12. Yeah, very big game. And just want to get a couple thoughts in on this Clemson matchup. Um, you know, I, I know they were starting a new quarterback, very young offensive line, but you know, to have 180 total yards, uh, two rushing yards, I, I got to give a lot of credit here to Georgia. I mean, as, as bad as Clemson was, Georgia, I, I think the one word I would describe them as was ferocious. I mean, to hold this Clemson team to three points, um, you know, especially with the effort that DJ put up against Notre Dame last year, I had a lot of high hopes for this team and, and I still do. I, I still think they're going to be okay, but you know, you look at the schedule they play in the ACC, this was a game they really couldn't afford to lose. And Georgia, I mean, you got to give them a lot of credit here. They were, they were awesome on the defensive side of the ball. you were going to tell me that they would score 10 points. I probably say they wouldn't come away with the victory, um, but they did in fact do that. And yeah, Roz, you mentioned the ACC. Um, So I'll start off with one of my first picks here. Uh, Pittsburgh laying three on the road against Tennessee. Um, So Tennessee had a big victory last week. Uh, You know, won like 38 to seven against Bowling Green, but still have a lot of question marks about, you know, that entire team. I think they made a lot of mistakes that um, really aren't going to fly against, you know, power five teams. I mean, Bowling Green is notorious for being, you know, one of the bottom dwellers in college football. I really like Pittsburgh laying the three on the road here because you look at all the, all the players, Tennessee lost in the transfer portal. I, I just really don't think uh, they're the better team right now. So I like Pittsburgh laying the three as my first pick of the week. Yeah,
1: I was going to give you credit that you took UCLA last week. Um, impressive on your end. They beat um, LSU which is a tough look for LSU and will probably be a tough season the rest of the way for Max Johnson, who did throw for 330 yards and three touchdowns um, UCLA is chip Kelly. Finally, uh, finally writing the ship there. Is this going to be the first relevant pac 12 team in over a decade?
2: Yeah, it definitely could be. I mean, they're ranked number 16. They got a buy this week. Um, so you know, depending on how Oregon does against Ohio state, I mean, you might be looking at UCLA is the top team in the Pac-12. I think USC's got a got a big matchup as well. Um they're 14 point favorites. I think they should take care of Stanford, especially with what we saw from, from David Shaw last week, um with some of the coaching mishaps there and the game management. But yeah, UCLA played really well. Um not not a good look for LSU, but you know we've got plenty of plenty of games left here. But yeah, it was it was a good showing by by the Bruins and Chip Kelly.
1: Yeah, and since you took a ACC team already, I'll join you on the lone ACC team I am taking this week, and it is Miami minus nine. Um, I saw them get trounced. They got beat pretty good by Alabama, but that is the best team in the country. Uh, there's really no excuse for it, but I think they get Appalachian State at home. You got to make a mark after you get the beating. You got Uh, a week before, so I think Miami does come out and win this by three touchdowns. I think that's one of those lock bets, easy to take, easy money return. So I'm going to go Miami minus nine at home for their home opener.
2: Yeah, so I'll take a look at the rest of my four picks here. Um, Not really a bunch of huge games, but we do have a lot of military action here. I like Air Force laying seven at Navy this week. I, I think overall they're just a better team. Um, very familiar with the offense that Navy runs, and I think they're just a more explosive team. Also, like Toledo, I'm taking a team from the MAC plus 18 at Notre Dame. Um, you brought up Notre Dame, Roz. They uh, they didn't cover last week. We're in a nail biter with Florida State, which I thought was a great spot for Florida State to maybe pull out the victory. You I know, mean, you had Bobby Bowden. Um, you know, all the memorials for him. and that's a. Um, You know, Doak Stadium is a tough place to play, but they did come away with the victory. But I do like Toledo here, plus 18. Also, going to take Army, minus three and a half at home versus Western Kentucky. I think they control the clock in that game, and I think they're going to put enough points to cover that line. And then my biggest line of the week, I'm going to take UTEP, plus 27 against Boise State. Um, I think it's too many points here. I, I've got the game rated as a 20-point as a line. So I'll take the extra touchdown on my end. And, uh, yeah, those are my five picks for the week, including Pittsburgh.
1: Love it. I'm going to rattle mine off as well so we can get to the creme de la creme, which is the NFL. I'm going to go Georgia minus 24 at home against the University of Alabama, Birmingham. I think they're going to give a team in Alabama a show this year, and it's going to be this UAB team. I think they put them on the poster. Win this game by 40. If Clemson can score on this defense, I know sure as hell UAB won't be able to as well. Easy money, big spread. You know, I love one of those a week. Then I've got Iowa on the road at Iowa State. Uh, Iowa's kind of one of my darker horse teams, so I'm going to go plus four and a half here for Iowa. Um, a nice convincing win last week against Indiana, who they thought they were turning into a football program, but I guess not. You know, I guess not. Um, BYU plus seven is my other one. It's uh my first underdog week taking multiple underdogs there, hosting Utah. I didn't really appreciate the show that I got from Utah. It didn't cover the spread. It did win big, but I don't think it'll matter going on the road against BYU. Set the ghost of Zach Wilson will help them here. Give me BYU plus seven. And then, you know, I gotta throw a little early season season love out there for Mr. Harbaugh. Nice first week win. Maybe he can do it again, taking Michigan. By a touchdown minus seven. Give me the Wolverines and the Big Ten to close out my five picks in the college football realm. Wits. It's a little bit more of a down week. Down week two. Not a lot of big matchups. I know there's Iowa, Iowa State, which is 9-10. I took that pick. Um, outside of that, not a lot of top twenty-five matchups that I can see. Is there is Ohio well, State.
2: Ohio State yeah, Oregon. One- That's one game I wanted to get your thoughts on here. Um, You know, it seemed like Ohio State, the line opened up a little bit higher. I think it's come down maybe a point, point and a half, depending on what book you're looking at. But, you know, what do you think about the Ducks traveling on the road to face Ohio State this week?
1: The Ducks didn't give much of a great show, and I don't think Ohio State gave that great of a show. I think Minnesota's running back went out, and that was kind of the end of that. Uh, they won by – they covered the spread for me on what I was able to bet. I know it was a tie for everyone who listened to the show last week. I luckily got them at 13.5 on points bet. Um, I don't know. I You didn't get enough out of Chris Stroud for me to know exactly what's going on. This is going to be home. This is going to be at Ohio State. Um, Oregon, a lot of travel there. I don't know. I lean Ohio State. I mean, since I'm not taking this game, I'm just going I think Ohio State's gonna win this game without much of a problem. I think Oregon and the Pac-12 are still a step below this Ohio State team. So we'll we'll see what it ultimately comes out to. But I'm gonna I'm gonna ride Ohio State in this one. I don't know if I could take all those points, So I think I just I'm taking them to win. I think the over is gonna hit, so you guys should rip 63 and a half on this one, but I just think Ohio State wins this one.
2: Yeah, I don't have a great feel for this game either. I think I would lean your way Ross towards Ohio State. Um I wasn't super impressed with what they did against Minnesota. I know Chris Stroud had a big second half, but I think it was a, a lot more to do with the the, the playmaking of uh, the skill positions over there. And you know, Ibrahim won out for Minnesota and like you said that was that was kind of the end of the road for them. So it was, was kind of hard to to tell, you know, what kind of team they are right now. Um But the same way with Oregon, you know, they won by seven against Fresno State. Not very impressive games um, by any means, but I I would lean Ohio State here at home, but wouldn't be surprised if Oregon gave them a game and kept it within one score.
1: Yeah, we'll see. Uh, But that's pretty much it that I got on the college football front. Let's get into Bliss. bliss. Pure bliss is the NFL's return. They before the season starts, before the first kickoff, when everything looks ideal, we have our fresh fantasy teams with some going up against Ruby Tuesday, a frequent guest on the show. And that piece of schmuck is going to get his ass handed to him. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Sorry. Was, I got caught up in an email. All I got to say is it is the best time of the year. It's like Christmas. All the presents are on the tree, and hopefully we get exactly what we want this year. And that's a fantasy football title for Alvin and the Chipmunks, led by Coach Ethan Rose. And uh, 0-14 season for the Wits' Crab Shack, or better yet, the Bunny Ranch. Um, so we'll see how it goes, but Wits, it's time. We've got our first game tonight, Buccaneers and the Cowboys. And then we got a full slate Sunday. How are we feeling entering football, pro football season?
2: Yeah, I mean, we're we're feeling amazing. Like you said, Roz, this is that time of the year, um, you know, little kid, you wake up, bunch of presents under the tree. You just hope that you, you didn't have the Xbox on your wish list and you ended up getting a bicycle. But sometimes that's how it goes week to week in the NFL. Um, but the nice thing about it is every week is a new week. So, um, yeah, we'll take a look. Yeah, I, I don't have this game tonight as one of my picks, but I think it's a, definitely a good game to talk about here, Roz. Um, you know, Dallas Cowboys were on hard knocks this year, and I, I thought this was by far the worst season of hard knocks I've ever seen. I actually couldn't even finish all the episodes. It was it was very uninspiring. Um, gave me a lot of confidence that this Cowboys team is not going to make any noise this year. I could be wrong, but to me, Roz, it just seems like they haven't done enough on the defensive side of the ball. Um, you know, I, I I love the addition that, well first round pick. What's his name? Moved him um, to linebacker. Micah Parsons, I, I think he has an outside shot to win defensive rookie of the year. But besides that, this Cowboys team, a very uninspiring preseason. And, you know, I, I just don't see a lot of upside this year. I know they've got one of the most powerful offenses in the league, but nothing about what I've seen so far tells me that this Cowboys team is going to come ready to play this year.
1: I I do too. I think, especially the line now up to nine, this is also not on my board. I took a couple parlay teasers with them. Um, actually have Tampa minus eight in a parlay, so it would be nice to see them cover that, but I'm not too confident about that. Let's say to start, but, uh, we do a full slab of picks. Um, it doesn't start tonight, but I can tell you ride the, ride the, uh, DraftKings promo of Buccaneers plus 73. That means we're all winners to start the season. Uh, any uh, Anything you're looking for this first week? Are you looking for any breakout performances? Are you looking for any crazy upsets or losses? Or are you, you expecting just a normal week one, normal just jumping into the game and getting people warmed up?
2: Yeah, man, it, it's hard to know what to expect. I mean, a couple of things I'm looking for, uh, especially with the way that um, our mega fantasy draft went last night, is the performance of a couple key rookie quarterbacks here. Uh, we're going to get to see Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson in, in real-time action for the first time. Um, and from what I saw in the preseason, Roz, these these guys look like they're ready to go. Um, I, I think there's a lot of hidden upside there on the offensive side of the ball. Now, these are two terrible teams. That's why these guys are the first two picks, but I, I'm excited to watch them play. Um, and I think, you know, from a survivor standpoint, a couple of the most popular picks that I've seen so far, you know, you've got Tampa Bay tonight, you've got, uh, the Rams on Sunday night um, also seeing a little bit of love for for Carolina for people in some bigger pools who are looking to uh, get a little more expected value late down the road so that's uh yeah that's what I'm seeing so far but just overall very excited to see you know all the culmination of what we've been suffering through for the past three months uh, finally coming to play
1: Yeah, no, I'm uh, certainly excited, and uh, I'm going to start us off with picks. Uh, I'm going to go with our eventual Super Bowl champion, the Green Bay Packers. If you took them earlier, you could have got them at three, but you could take them still at four. Two units on this game, I think you're going to see an absolute blowout in this one. I think Green Bay is head and heels above Jameis Winston and the New Orleans Saints. I don't think there's a lot of weapons on that Saints team that this defense can't corral. I think Kamara is going to get his own, but it won't be enough at the end of the day. I think green Bay is going to win big. And honestly, wits, it's just disappointing that you never learn your fucking lesson because <laughs> you do this every year just to take an out, you know, and I appreciate you wanting me to have the better record of the two of us on the opening line, but yeah, hopefully you learn somewhere, some way, somehow, but, uh, New Orleans plus three is on your side, and uh, I'm curious your thought on
2: it. Yeah, I mean, first game of the year, Roz, I think uh, New Orleans is a, is a very tough place to play. And, you know, I, I think Jameis Winston is actually going to have a very solid year. Um, you know, and I'm, I'm glad that they finally pegged him as the starting quarterback because I think that was really the only option. But, Roz, you, you talk about weapons. I, I think we're going to see a big breakout year from Marquez Calloway. On the Saints, I had a real big preseason. Then you couple that with Alvin Kamara, um, Traquan Smith, who I think is, I don't want to say been underutilized, but you know, with guys like Michael Thomas and Kamara, been at the forefront the past few years, he really hasn't shown out at all. But I think this is going to be an interesting game. And I like the Saints uh, plus the four. At home here. Um, obviously, Aaron Rodgers coming off an MVP season. You got to think that, you know, he's not going to throw for 48 touchdowns again, but you, you never know. But I, I just like the Saints here in week one and Sean Payton. Um, I think they find a way to get it done here. Wow. That's
1: just a pathetic pick. Somebody reaching for help early on in the season. I thought there was going to be a banter list session, but wits, you clearly need some help. And uh, if this is any indication on how your NFL season is going to go, it's going to be a, it's going to be a tough one um uh, we can both agree on seattle minus three we both are riding that that's my other two unit play i think they're undervalued right now i think there was that misconception about russell wilson wanting to leave i just think that people are being quiet on the seahawks i've watched out i think this is going to be a dangerous team this year i mean they re-upped their defense a little bit they've got a pretty stacked offense weapon wise Seattle minus three might be a cakewalk, especially with the inconsistency of Carson Wentz being at camp. Not to mention, I think Carson Wentz sucks. I think Seattle minus three is one of the easiest bets of the year.
2: Yeah, Roz, I'm on your side for this one. Um, More about Indianapolis than Seattle. I mean, you talked about Carson Wentz. A lot of key guys, you know, on and off the injury list for the Colts. And I, I I just don't think they've gotten enough work in with everybody. Um, to justify this line here. I think Seattle, like you said, very powerful offense, uh, re-signed Dwayne Brown, finally back in the fold. And I, I like Seattle to cover the spread here. And I just, I don't like what Indianapolis has been doing the past few weeks. And I think they're going to be in a little bit of shambles to start the season, and which is a, a pretty tough schedule here up front. So I like Seattle on this one as well.
1: Perfect. I'm glad we could be on the side for one. And how about us being on opposing ends again here with the wow actually on opposing ends i think two more times i've got new england minus three and tennessee minus three you've got miami plus three and arizona plus three i think we're getting uh we're gonna give the fans here the right impression of this show that i am the better better i am the better better on this <laughs> show um i like New England minus three Mac jones poised collect Tua. not so much I think the offensive line has been reshaped. I think Damian Harris is going to run for a mile. I think that this defense is also back to its form. Remember, Bill Belichick has coached some of the best defenses in the last five years. Um, I think New England's going to win this one easily. You no, know, Will Fuller still getting to know their weapons down in Miami. I think Miami's going to have some trouble. Tennessee, I'll keep rattling it off. Minus three over Arizona. You know how I feel about Kyler Murray. The guy isn't going to win the big game. In my opinion, it's time to learn that sooner rather than later. I think they get bully-balled by Tennessee. I don't believe Tennessee is going to have a great year, but I think Arizona is not the team that's going to stop them, especially week one. Tennessee minus three is where I am headed.
2: Yeah, so, Roz, looking at the Miami game, I'm very high on new england this year but one thing i don't like to do is you know project my season outlook into week one which it seems like what you're doing right now um (laughs) so you know when when i look at miami versus new england i i'm actually pretty high on Tua this year um you know the two the things that i saw last year he was not very effective but coming off a, a big injury in college not having any sort of training camp. I think it, it was just a tough position to be in. And you look at some of the weapons they added, you know, Jalen Waddell. I know Will Fuller's out week one, but they still have Devontae Parker, Mike Gesicki. I think Miles Gaskin's going to be okay this year. And you look at that defense. I mean Brian Flores is a Bill Belichick disciple. And I just think week one, I'm I'm a big fan of Mac Jones and like you said, Damian Harris. But I think Miami's just going to be a little bit too much here. So I would I'm gladly going to take plus three. Even though I I love New England this year, I think they've got a a decent shot to maybe win the division, but I like Miami plus the three. And then looking at Arizona, um, I'm on the same side as you for Tennessee, Rise for the overall outlook for the year. I think they're going to see a lot of negative regression in the turnover department. Um, I think they got really lucky for the most part last year. And you look at another another guy who was a former Patriot, Mike Vrabel. um, I don't think they've done enough to figure out the defensive side of the ball over there and very similar to the Dallas Cowboys. Like I don't care how many weapons are on the offensive side when you can't stop a nosebleed on defense. So you look at Kyler Murray, you know, pairing up with DeAndre Hopkins, Christian Kirk, Rondale Moore, I thought was a very solid pick. And then AJ Green, if he's got any gas left in the tank. Um, I like Arizona plus the field goal here. I, th- I think they're a better team than the Titans. And I, I think they take this one on the road. We shall see, you know, our spreads are very
1: separate right now, but maybe we come together down the line. Um, My last pick is actually Las Vegas plus four and a half. Now this goes against a lot of what I believe in, you know, picking anything Gruden related, believing that Derek Carr has any ability to win a football game in the NFL. But with, I just keep looking at the Ravens, the amount of injuries that have occurred already for the Ravens is mind boggling, mind boggling. They don't have their first two receivers and Marquise Brown and Rashad Bateman. They don't have J.K. Dobbins or Justice Hill missing players on the defensive side of the ball. I'm not saying they're still – they're not going to be able to recover from these injuries, but it's a lot of injuries to throw into one week one game on the road in Las Vegas on Monday night. I mean, people being loud in that new stadium for the first time, it's going to get pretty loud there in Las Vegas I I just have this weird sense, man, that Vegas is going to come away with the W as well um, and cover, obviously, the four and a half.
2: Yeah, Roz, I I think that's an interesting pick there because you you think about it, first game in Vegas, uh, that that place is going to be bumping. And I I think people give Derek Carr uh, a lot of flack, and I think a lot of it is undeserved. You know, I, I think the main problems with the Raiders really lies with how atrocious their defense is and has been for the past, you know, I want to say 20 years, but we'll say the past four or five at least. Um, So, yeah, you look at this Raiders team. I mean, they played a couple really tight matchup last year with some great teams. I mean, I think about they were one play away from beating the Chiefs twice. So this could be very interesting. Um, You know, we've seen Lamar Jackson, you know, how he performs when the Ravens are down. So, you know, if he's not able to get things going with with Mark Andrews and, you know, Gus Edwards happened to slow down a little bit. It's, it's going to be a tough matchup here. So I like the pick, um, especially in week one. Uh, my final pick, I'm going to take the 49ers laying seven in the hook on the road against the Lions. I I think they're just going to be too much for Detroit here. I mean, you look at the Lions, uh, new quarterback, new coach, new offense coordinator, And we're really going to get to see what Jared Goff looks like without Sean McVay in his year. And I I don't think it's going to be very pretty this year. Um, I do like a couple of the young receivers in Detroit, Amon Ross St. Brown being one of those guys for fantasy purposes. But I think Kyle Shanahan has proven that one of the better offensive minds in football. And I think this San Francisco team getting healthier on defense and Nick Bosa coming back to full strength. I think they're just going to be too much for this Lions team. And, you know, when Jared Coff gets down, uh, he's, he's a good bet to throw an interception almost every week. So I'll, I'll take San Francisco minus seven and a half here. I think this ends up being a two-score game.
1: Yeah, I like that pick. And, uh, you know, any loss in the division is good for the Packers. But, Wits, is, uh, is that all your – you went through all yours, right?
2: Yep. Went through all my picks for the week.
1: Went through all of mine. Um, it's, it's time. As the great Bruce Buffer would say, it's time. Um, I'm excited. That's all I can say. I am a, a very excited man. 520 LA time today. This episode hopefully will be up before then. In fact, I know it'll be up before then because that's the promise I'm giving to you. Go to online, Take care of their NHL 100 promo. Wits. We've got our money all over the table whether it's in leagues, survivor pools, betting on these games that we just told you about. Um, final takeaways uh, before we enter the NFL season with all, all these lovely human beings.
2: <laughs> you know, uh, I think uh, win total wise, Roz, um, very big game for the Texans here. One of the uh, probably more winnable games of the year for them. So maybe Tyrod Taylor can muster up a victory here against Jacksonville um, that I'm, I'm really not sure what to think about the Jags right now. I mean, I love Trevor Lawrence, but we'll see how urban Meyer performs on the big stage. Um, but yeah, this is one of the more, I think more intriguing games uh, in the NFL. You know, I mean, you look at it from like a toilet bowl perspective, um, you know, could be one of Houston's only wins. And then also rise pretty big game between the Browns and the chiefs um, rematch of the, uh, AFC was it AFC championship game yeah I think it was um so yeah I'm interested to see how the Browns perform in this one Uh, I'm pretty high on them as well this year in the AFC North so yeah it should be interesting week across the board and any football is good football so we're gonna make it happen
1: wow is that not a true statement if I've ever heard heard one any football is good football and we're excited to bring it to you folks opening line is ready to go just like you guys are. Alvin and the Chipmunks are going for fantasy gold. The Green Bay Packers are going to win a Super Bowl. It is going to be quite the NFL season, and no one could tell me otherwise because the season hasn't started yet and there's no records to be seen. This has been the opening line with your hosts Wits and Raz. We will be back better than ever, and with me a perfect record next week. Have a fun fucking weekend, everybody. Peace.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. every pay